Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Today, Dr. Kenneth Hill and Josh Davis begin a brand new series that will make the complex easy when it comes to the most misunderstood of all the 66 books of the Bible, the book of Revelation. Watchmen on the Wall is here each day, bringing clarity to the chaos on the radio, online, and on our daily podcast. Don't miss a moment. Subscribe to our Watchmen on the Wall podcast or simply download our SWRC mobile app. We also want to extend a special thank you to all of our faithful friends. These are individuals and families coming alongside Watchmen on the Wall with monthly sustaining support. You can become a faithful friend today. Just visit the Faithful Friends section of our website, swrc.com, or you can simply give us a call, 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Thank you, my friends, for your support of Watchmen on the Wall. If you have your Bibles nearby, turn to the last book in the Bible, and let's prepare our hearts to hear and learn with ministry president Dr. Kenneth Hill and staff evangelist Josh Davis as they begin a close look at the book of Revelation. I'm Josh Davis, and I'm joined by Dr. Kenneth Hill, and we are excited to bring you today an interview on Dr. Noah Hutchings' classic book, Revelation for Today, and you can pick up your copy by calling 1-800-652-1144 or by visiting our website, swrc.com. Dr. Hill, welcome to the program today. Thank you. I enjoy coming by, and it's always nice to have a seat at the table. So thank you very much. I'm new to the ministry, and growing up over the years, I heard Dr. Hutchings on the program when we would tune into the radio, my father being a pastor, and we would tune in to Christian radio often and would catch bits and pieces but I don't know a whole lot about Dr. Hutchings. I know he's with the Lord now. Could you tell us some about him, about his ministry, and how God used him over the years? Oh, it would be my pleasure. What a wonderful friend he was. I met him in 1992. We had a trip with Rob Lindstedt and his ministry over to Russia. And Rob invited me to come as the director of prayer for the various meetings that were being held. And Rob was preaching in a lot of places. And so I came along as the prayer warrior and to encourage other people to be praying in the team. We had a team of about 307 people, I think. And Noah and his wife were part of that. I took my wife, Janet, and my son, Matthew, and we went. Matthew was the older of our children, and he wound up falling in love with Noah and his wife, and he became the mule for Noah and his wife. He said, they're too old to be carrying these Bibles and things. I'll do it for them. And so that's what he did. He about killed himself every day carrying bags and bags of Bibles and leaflets and tracts and scripture portions. It was was great. And so in getting with my son being close to Noah then, I had an opportunity to talk to Noah 
every day, you know, how is Matthew doing and things like that? What can we do to better help you? And and it was an absolute exciting time. Of course, I had heard him all my life, and here I was talking to this man that I'd heard on the radio. And this is the man that I had called when they had been taken off of a station in the region where I used to hear them. I called him up, and I said, you're off of such and such station now. He said, yeah, we were turned off of it because of something I said. I said, really, what would you say? And he told me, and I said, yeah, I could see how that would do it. So anyway, he said, so you work at a radio station? I said, yeah, we do, and we've got a place that we could put your program if you'd like for us to, and we'd just love for you to have it there. Well, we put it on, didn't charge him anything. There it was. It was on, and people were writing in, and they were making contact with the folks at Southwest, And he called me up, and he said, I don't have a contract with you. I said, no, you didn't have a contract. I gave you a free opportunity. Mm. He said, whoa. He says, we got to pay you. I said, no, you don't have to pay us. I said, God pays us. He says, I know how that is. He said, let me find out what we need to pay you. And so he sat down and worked out a schedule, and he said, we'll send you a gift every month. If we can't send it, we won't, but we'll send you a gift every month when we can send it. I said, okay, that's fine. And that's how his program began. They've been on 35 years or something on the station that I managed there in Tennessee. and It's exciting still to have the broadcast come on, even though I'm a part of it now, just as you're a part of it. It becomes a part of you. You get excited about it when you hear it. I do, even today. And so I served as a volunteer with NOAA from 1992 on the board. I was a member of the board and that sort of thing up until his passing. And then in the last several years, I've been serving as well as vice president, now serving as president of the ministry. NOAA was married to Kim Key. He said it was a marriage made in heaven It was his second marriage. His first marriage had ended because of some major difficulties, and God gave him this lady that became his nurse. He said, when I had a heart attack, they had to do bypass surgery on me. He said, they sent me to my daughter's house, and she told me everything I had to do. I didn't like it, so I went out and got in my little car and drove to my little apartment. And he said, there I was in my apartment by myself, cold, damp. I couldn't take care of myself. I couldn't get my medicine. I couldn't really walk yet. He said, but I thought of Kim Key, and I called her up, and I said, Kim Key, I've got a proposition for you. How would you like to be my wife? I'll take care of you and your kids. She had five children, by the way. Mm. I'll take care of you and your kids, and I will give you the house when I die, and I will make sure that you're taken care of. And she thought about it a little bit, got with him, and they got married, and mm. she was the nurse. And she told me the same story he told me, so I know, I know it's true. And she was a good nurse for him and took care of him until he passed away. They were married 26, 27 years. They were married a long time, Mm. considering everything that goes on in people's lives these days. 
but she was interested in the things of the Lord as well. She was right beside her husband and was working with him. And of course, we got to know her on that trip as well. So he was a poverty-stricken young man from the Dust Bowl of Oklahoma in those little towns that I can't even remember the names anymore. But I visited a couple of them, and they're still just little Dust Bowl-type towns. Mm. He had a degree in accounting. After the war, he went to college, one of the colleges there in Oklahoma City. And he took a job with Southwest Radio Church just to help them straighten out their books for the IRS. And so he helped them with that. He insulted the speaker of the broadcast, E.F. Weber, and he told Dr. Weber, said, your bookkeeping is abysmal. It's sin to do it like this. That upset Brother Weber. Mm. And so he fired him right on the spot. And as he was going, this was in a garage apartment where the headquarters was, as he came down the stairs to leave, E.F. Weber stopped him and said, do you like to fish, son? He said, yeah, I love to fish. He said, well, come on, go with me. So they went to one of the local lakes. They spent several hours fishing, and he got saved while he was fishing with this guy. Mm, wow, <laughs> wow. And once he got saved, E.F. Weber said to him, said, well, you got no reason not to work for me now. He said, you come on back and work for me. Yeah, well, that's an amazing story. <laughs> what about that? <laughs> and he stayed with the ministry until his death. Mm. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, praise God. And he had a particular heart for prophecy, and yes. that's this book that we are featuring as our resource right now, and it's Revelation 4 Today by Dr. Hutchings. And we want you to call and pick up your copy. I know it would be a great blessing to me. This book is such an encouragement, not just as a theological textbook or a deep dive into the book of Revelation, but it's highly practical. And as some people say, he puts the cookies on the bottom shelf and so makes it very understandable. Because Revelation is, I'd say, one of the most intimidating books in the Bible when it comes to understanding the message that is here. And I love the fact that he emphasizes Jesus in his book. Because as chapter 1, verse 1 says in Revelation, it is the revelation of Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm afraid sometimes people get so distracted by looking at all the other characters in the book of Revelation that they miss it. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ. And can you speak to Dr. Hutchings' view of the book of Revelation and his desire to write this kind of resource? His heart was given to teaching the Word, and it was the whole counsel of the Word of God. But he really had a joy in studying prophecy. In this book, this book was written as a devotional study. It was not written as an in-depth study of Revelation, although it is that. Mm -hmm. It was written as something that could be useful to you and me and all of our listeners to give us some insight into what God was telling him and telling us in the book. He begins with a poem that was written some time ago by Volker Weiss. He wanted this to sort of overshadow the entire book so that 
when folks looked at the book, they would have an outlet. They would look at the outline of this poem, and then they would sort of use it as a template over the, the book of Revelation. Revelation, a door with seven locks, but open to him who knocks. The end of history revealed, a book no longer sealed. Revelation briefly summarized all that precedes the second coming of Christ. What was, what is, what is to be the conclusion of man's history, man's trial and tribulation for sins committed since creation. God's wrath poured out after he comes for his church in a cloud, judgment for those whose hearts deep within reject Christ's blood shed out for our sin. The end, now eminent for those too proud to repent, Revelation shows the horror and extent of all the judgments at the end. Yet a happy ending has the report for those who say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Most marvelous is the end of the story. Those in Christ will be forever with him, giving him all the glory. Now, when you read that poem, you get the idea of what Revelation's all about and telling us that very thing. And so he wanted to start his book with that so that we would have a template to work with as we go through the book. He was very masterful in his writing. As you said, he put the cookies on the lowest shelf on purpose Mm -hmm. and, and said so from time to time. His writing was very easy to read, and it didn't matter what you were doing. He told me, he said, you write too much for the theologian. You write too much for the seminary student. You don't write for the person in the pew. I said, really? How do I do that? Is what I asked him. He said, well, he said, I'll pray you do it. I said, okay. His concern was always the person in the pew. Amen. I share that same concern, and I know that's the heart of Southwest Radio Ministries is to bring God's Word to everyone as we bring clarity to the chaos And we know that this world is a chaotic world, and I think the only way that we can bring that clarity is if we get out of some of the technical things that are just geared towards the theologians and those who have been trained. I like to read commentaries, and I avail myself of them in preparation for sermons, but some of them become so dry and just simply so boring. I hate to use that word, but it becomes just so technical that they suck the life out of the text of Scripture. And that's what I love about this resource from Dr. Hutchings is that he allows the Scripture to speak for itself and allows the force of the Scripture to speak for itself. And I also love the fact that he uses a lot of his personal eyewitness testimony to bring extra light into these things. For instance, on page 19, he speaks of a personal example that he has. Uh, The Isle of Patmos, where John was sentenced to hard labor in the Roman-operated mines, is approximately 50 miles due west of Ephesus. We led Christian Bible tours to Patmos several times. The total surface would be only about 10 square miles. It is mountainous, a part of the Greek island chain. A charming Greek village rings the harbor. The one cave on the island is traditionally where John received the apocalypse. This is doubtful, as probably a Roman army officer or political official would have claimed it. He's got eyewitness testimony because he has traveled to these places 
and led tours of these places, and he's able to see and bring that into his interpretation. I know you said you joined him on some of these tours. Were you ever able to go to the Isle of Patmos with him as well? No, I was not. They were not giving those tours at the time that I was active in the touring. I was in Israel, in Jordan. We touched Egypt, but most of the time it was in Jordan and Israel. I've also been in Turkey and other places as well, but it was a deep deep time of study when we went on the tours with him, even though it was eight or ten days. It wasn't a long period of time, but we touched all the spots within the so-called Holy Land, the circumference there in, in Israel and Jordan. It was always a good time, and especially a good time at the River Jordan. We would have multiplied tens of folks wanting to be baptized in the Jordan River, and it was a uh, wonderful time. Amen. That would be, and I love how he brings that in. I've heard some people reference trips to the Holy Land as being almost another gospel because you begin to see, and a lot of the pieces of the puzzle begin to come together when you see firsthand those things, and I love how he weaves that personal experience into his interpretation of the text of Scripture. And some of the other things that stood out to me was just how my heart was encouraged and drawn closer to the Lord as I read through the text and how that he spoke of Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Can you speak to his emphasis on Jesus in this book and in his ministry as a whole? The concern that he always had was that the listener or the reader of the work would see the master at work, would see Jesus Christ doing his work through his people. And whether it be here in Revelation or it be in some other book, he was always putting the emphasis upon Christ. The effort when we were in Israel and Jordan The effort was to show where Christ had been and the effect that Christ had had and the people that Christ had influenced. It was exciting as a younger Christian as I went with him to see what was going on and how it went. It wasn't without trouble to go travel like that. You had problems. There were problems. People didn't get to the bus on time or something didn't happen just right. But he tried to work through all of those things so that when we came to the study of Scripture or came to the time of preaching or teaching, it was always there. Mm. The Word was preeminent, and Jesus Christ was shown. Let me say this, Josh. Thank you very much for hosting this time, and hopefully we'll have another time together to explore further the book of Revelation. He gave several keys in his book. When we come back together, I want us to take a look at one of those keys. It was the Love Lost Church, and it's a very important thing that was pointed out in that scripture in Revelation chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. So we'll begin there the next time we get together. If you'll let me do that, I'd appreciate it. 
the good news that comes to you every day through Southwest Radio Church and the Watchman on the Wall broadcast is available because people like you are the friends of this ministry and that you're giving on a regular basis. That giving keeps us going. And we thank you for that very much. Call us at 1-800-652-1144. Or if you feel like it, just go on the website at swrc.com. That's swrc.com. Thanks, Josh. Thank you, Dr. Hill. And we look forward to continuing this conversation next time. We have more on what the book of Revelation holds on our next program. Right now, author and conference speaker Larry Stamm is going to share a look at Christ through a Jewish lens in a segment we call Messianic Minute. Shalom, friends. Larry Stamm here with the Messianic Minute, Biblical Connections Through a Jewish Lens. The fairy tale concept, and they lived happily ever after, is actually a very truth of Scripture for those who know the Lord. In Ecclesiastes 3.11, the word says God has put eternity in their hearts. That's how human beings bound by time conceive of such a reality. The Bible teaches all people will live forever either in heaven or hell, and it all depends upon receiving or rejecting Jesus. God desires all people would know him through faith in Jesus, experiencing a happily ever after existence with him. John 3.16 declares, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Will you live happily ever after? For more connections, visit our website at LarryStam.org or see our Larry Stam Ministries Facebook page. If you're a new listener to Watchmen on the Wall, make sure you request your new listener pack. In this packet, you'll find a special welcome letter from our president, Dr. Kenneth Hill, information about the ministry, and a free book. It's our way of saying thank you for being a new listener here at Southwest Radio Ministries. To request your new listener pack, which is absolutely free, call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. And request your new listener pack today. As you and your family prepare for Thanksgiving and Christmas, remember to check out all the Bible-based and Christ-centered gifts that are available on our website, swrc.com. With over 1,000 items, you can do your Christmas shopping and at the same time support Watchmen on the Wall. We have gifts from Jerusalem, Christmas-themed movies, and a huge selection of books and DVDs, swrc.com. Shop for friends and family and support the ministry and outreach of Watchmen on the Wall. SWRC.com I'd like to take a few moments now and talk about some of the gifts that you could order and give from SWRC. Up first is the Olive Wood Cross. And all of the items I'm going to be talking about, you can take a look at on our website and get the full descriptions and pictures. But this Olive Wood Cross is beautiful. It's made from olive wood directly from Bethlehem, the birthplace of Jesus. It's made by Christian families living in Bethlehem. And we have a long relationship with these vendors from all of our different travels and friendships and relationships over the years. And we want to bring this olive wood cross to you. 
Again, it is made from olive wood directly from Bethlehem. So make sure you check that out at swrc.com. Next is our ram's horn shofar. The shofar, or ram's horn, is the biblical trumpet. Because the most ancient shofar was made from a ram's horn, it reminded the people of the ram that God provided when Abraham offered his son Isaac on Mount Moriah. The shofar is a very important element in the worship experience of the Jewish community. It also has great significance for Christians for the references in the apostolic scriptures to the trumpet most certainly refer to the shofar. When John spoke of seven trumpets in Revelation and when Paul wrote about the last trumpet that signals the resurrection, they were talking about the shofar. And we have a authentic ram's horn shofar from Israel available for you, your family, your friends, your church family. Again, you can order that at our website, swrc.com. Up next, I want to talk about an authentic coin from the time of Jesus. It's the widow's mite. This coin is from the reign of Herod. And these coins, the widow's mites, were the smallest denomination coin in Judea. And guess what? We have the widow's mite available. These are authentic coins from the time of Jesus. We have it available as the coin, or we have the widow's mite coin set in a delicate sterling silver pendant necklace. Either the mite, the widow's mite by itself, or as a necklace, again, available when you call 1-800-652-1144. Next, from Israel, we have anointing oil, frankincense and myrrh from Jerusalem. This is made by local perfumers in the Holy Land using natural Jerusalem virgin olive oil and scented with flowers and herbal essences mentioned in the Bible. All of these items from Israel, whether it's the shofar, whether it's the anointing oil, the widow's mite, the olive wood crosses from Bethlehem, all of these items from Israel make wonderful gifts and they help us keep our focus where it belongs during the holidays. Check out our website for all the information, the pictures, descriptions, and you'll be able to order there as well, swrc.com, or call 1-800-652-1144. One more item I want to quickly tell you about is really special to us here at SWRC and Watchmen on the Wall, and that is our die-cut etched Christmas tree ornament. The ornament features our classic logo of the Watchmen on the Wall blowing the shofar. Our motto, God is still on the throne and prayer changes things, is engraved across the top of the ornament. The etched silver color captures and bends light, reflecting and sparkling magnificently. Every ornament is a true piece of heritage and craftsmanship, which I know you're going to enjoy this Christmas and for years to come. Order today, 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or order online, swrc.com. That's swrc.com. And make sure you ask about how to receive free shipping on your order. 1-800-652-1144. Whether it's the items from Israel, our Christmas ornament, or all the other wonderful items we have, make sure you shop for friends and family and support the ministry and outreach of Watchmen on the Wall. SWRC.com Tomorrow we continue our look inside the pages of Revelation. 
Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station or by subscribing to our daily Watchman on the Wall podcast. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners just like you. Visit swrc.com. Thank you.